Don't want to be a little big pun. Rest in peace. No, no better way to start this off to intro Mr. DeRusso than a little big pun taking it back oh, yeah. to 1997. Loud Records. What's up, Chase? Hang on, let me feng shui this one second. I remember when I first heard the song. There, now it doesn't. There we go. There we go. I mean, go. listen, I want to throwback. I mean, like I remember when I heard my bed. You know what I mean? I heard, I heard, <laughs> I heard that song on Hot 97. Do you know who introduced the song? Cypher Sounds It. That's how far wow. back I know that song. Chase well, DeRusso is fucking part of the crew, baby. Hey. What's up? What's man? up? You're, What's you're up, all head. I like that mug. Do you want me to show? But I can show. Yeah. I don't know. You wearing a shirt? I don't know. What's up? I got a shirt on, man. I got a shirt, man. I'm doing that plaid shit. You know what I'm nice. saying? Keeping it sexy. Keeping, Keeping it sexy. Brooklyn. Yeah. Sexy. Man. So you look like every other black guy in Brooklyn right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Wait, in, in Brooklyn, we take our fashion cues from the lesbians. So you know what I'm saying. We see what's up. I, wait, that depends on what part of Brooklyn. But first, what what uh what you're wearing a backwards baseball cap. I am wearing frontwards baseball cap. What Very team nice. is on the back of your MLB? Don't tell me. Is it a Yankees red hat or is it a Houston hat? What is it? The Houston hat. Okay. Houston hats. You no, know, that's it's it's, it's you know, Houston was always such like a nondescript, no one gave a shit about the Houston Astros. Like no one cared. And then they go and fucking cheat and everyone cares, especially mm -hmm. Yankee fans, man. Like People give you shit walking around New York City in a in a Houston Astros hat. Oh, I love. It. I wear the hat. I wear the I wear the jacket. It's you know. Here's what it feels like, man. It, like I just feel like I'm absorbing energy everywhere I go. Like I get on the train. Fuck you, you fucking <laughs> cheater, you piece of shit. Fuck you. And people are screaming at me. I'm like, yeah, but I don't even watch sports, so it's amazing. <laughs> I'm like the guy that wears the MAGA hat in the airport and doesn't even vote for Trump. Like, I'm, I get it. Like, it's fun. It's just fun trolling that energy, bro. You know what I mean? Just That's awesome. I mean, being a contrarian, it's, it's fun. It's, it's like the only people that really get that traitor shit, not traitor, cheater shit are like the Patriots, right? Which was going on for so long that constantly or you know i you know i live in new england so i i have a lot of patriots fans by me and is, is, is connecticut really new england though i mean it is if you go by what the uh the forefathers decided to classify as new england yeah but if we also didn't go on forefathers then chase wouldn't be on this podcast and neither would i <laughs> <laughs> i would argue podcasts might not even exist who knows who knows it's true, <laughs> it's true. those fucking forefathers so i don't even know i don't give a fuck about that <laughs> So Chase, what's shaking, buddy? Nothing much. What's up with you guys? What are you, are you doing? So low key. I expect you to come on like fucking fireworks. No, well, you know, no, it, no. it's it's a build up. You know, I'm a jack in the box. You know what I mean? You can't if you hit them with too much up the top, then you know that's how am I gonna you know surpass that? You know what I mean? I will up. say this though. You know, funny enough, um, I was uh, with Pat Brown uh, the other day, and you were hosting the show. Oh, she's so brilliant. She's great, and she says to me, she goes, "I love Chase. He's so consistent. He's like she takes that same energy from the top of the show." and it's all the way till the end of the two and a half hours after it's over. <laughs> I was like, Pat, you nailed it. Nailed it, Pat. You know, yeah, I'll tell you man. a funny story. The, like the last, maybe not the last show I was at because it's 
been a few weeks since I've been there, but maybe like a month ago, I, I walked in and I was freezing, right? And then Chase walks in and, you know, said hello for a second and then walked out. I walked over around the corner into Marshall's to buy something to like wear because I was freezing. And I bought this denim jacket, you know, like denim jacket that had like a sweatshirt hoodie in the, you know, into it. And it was like hood, like sweatshirt material sleeves. And I walked back into the club and I'm like, Chase is wearing the same fucking jacket. And I'm like, did, was that subliminal? Like, did Chase like come into me? And I just was like, I'm gonna buy that jacket. And I wasn't in Marshalls for two minutes. I walked, Listen, in, took that's the jacket, great. and left. And I'm like, this is great. And now I didn't even wear it because you were wearing the same jacket. I've been like, this is fucking ridiculous. This is you high can school. wear the same thing as me. I'm I'm not psychic. I'm a vibe guy. I just I understand the vibe sometimes. It just things sink in. You know what I mean? And that it's crazy. Was was denim. Well, Damn. anyway, it's, it's a little early for my brain to be working. Um, you know, we had to reschedule because because John has somewhere to go later. Yeah, I'm busy. I'm a busy person. I have things to do. Uh, <laughs> but I, I, I made time for this because this is huge. I mean, big. Chase, Chase is Chase. I mean, you're part of the somewhat damaged family together, baby. Yeah, thank you Feel so us. much. Thank you so much. Such a treat. Such a treat and an honor. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. You didn't really know that. what you were signing up for when you agreed to like join this fucking circus. And uh, today's initiation day. I don't I don't know what you know about like fraternity hazing, but we're going to we're about to burn you. There's All a guy right. going to jump out of your closet that you don't know that's there <laughs> with an iron and they're going to just hit you in the back and you're you're damaged for life from there. All right. I get that's you. That I get you. That's that's the, yeah. Hence the name. I like that. <laughs> uh, no, no. <laughs> this, this is this I don't is know how fun. I feel man. about branding him. Call it branding. Can we get a ruling on the branding? Um, <laughs> no. Um, no, this is cool, man. Like I really, you know, I didn't know you before all these shows started, and literally from the first time, like you came on stage, I'm like, this is fucking good shit. Like this oh, dude, thank you, buddy. This dude thank brings you so much. like the heat. I mean, he's not funny, but he definitely. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's talk about buddy. that power a little bit, Chase. Yeah. I mean, like, listen, I mean, hosting in New York City is one of the most, it's one of the toughest things to do. And the biggest thing is that what I got when I was taught about kind of booking a lineup is you want to host that has a lot of energy. For months upon months, Broussard was plugging you when we didn't have anything going on. Like we were still in the shutdown and we're actually coming up to a one year mark in about a week that yep. we finally met each other. Yeah. Um, but at, let's, let's talk a little bit about the hosting. I mean, you're from Houston and a lot of the comics in Houston, it, it becomes, it, it's a draw. It doesn't have that energy. You have flipped that completely around and you are one of the top hosts in New York city. How do you get that energy? Uh, you know, I just always pretend like this could be the last time I'm going up. You know what I mean? Like, so let's just make it as fun as possible, but I also want to create, I also feel like I want to create moments that a, the audience isn't going to forget. And then B that the comics aren't going to forget. You know what I mean? It can be a little polarizing for some people, I guess, for some of the comics, but you know, I, I started asking them like, Hey, do you have a place to be? Like, you want me to bring you up quick or whatever? Like I, I ask them, you know what I mean? But you know, I'd, I'd rather people walk away and be like, Oh my God, like, I'll never forget that thing. And I try to think of new stuff every time I bring somebody up. You know what I mean? 
if there's time for it. So I, I mean, let's to- play with that a little bit. You you have this thing, and you know, I'm not taking it. I'm I'm trying not trying to like uh, give away your secrets, but you have audience members introduce comics. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, how do you see out of a, of a, a group of 150 people, like, because they're all terrified to be in the front row, probably. Mm-hmm. How do you notice that that person wants to go up there and will read off your screen? Uh, I go for the person that doesn't want to go up there. The person that wants to go up there, it's never, it's never a good experience. You know, they try to do a character or whatever. I pick somebody who's like they look like they've never even done karaoke before and when I nail that it's always great like yesterday um I noticed there was a kid in the crowd it was like an 11 year old kid and I'm like dude you're bringing up the next comic come up here and it was so fun and everybody loved it and I go your parents said you can cuss so just read this and he was like (laughs) are you motherfuckers ready for your next comic (laughs) who did he bring up somewhat damaged every Wednesday who did he bring up who did he bring up uh, he brought up a guy named Jared Velasquez. Oh, okay. I don't know that. I yeah. don't know. I don't yeah, know. That wasn't on the approved <laughs> roster that Eric fucking gave us. <laughs> was he a comic? Did that guy just walk into the club? How did that work? No, he's a, he's a comic. I've seen, I've seen him around before. He's, he's, he's really good. He's, he's a funny it's dude. It's Jake Velasquez. Dude. I'm sorry, Jake Velasquez. My bad. You know what I mean? I'm yeah, Jake Velasquez. He's, he's, a, he's a good comic. Man. John, you're going to know what I'm talking about when I say this. So I just got a dog like two months ago. Right. Mm-hmm. Memorizing comics names is hard enough. Now I got to memorize the dog and the dog owner's <laughs> name when I'm walking my dog. I just see the dog's name. I'm like, what's up, Moose? I don't know the dude's name. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, so, yeah. You're calling, you're calling people like, like, oh, yeah. Hey, what's up, sauerkraut? Good to see you. <laughs> That's like a Michael Scott from The Office way to do things. That I mean, I tell you, I you know, of all the, the people I've seen you bring up, like I haven't seen anyone really freeze. Like they've all seemed to like get into it because I think once they look at your phone, and again, not to give too much away, but like once they look at your phone <laughs> and they see what's on it, it like it kind of breaks someone down. Yeah. Like, all right. This is fine. Like, yeah, you know, I'm not doing something where I'm, you know, reciting a poet, you know, a poem. Or I'm, I'm bringing up Olga Namer, you know, to a bunch of F bombs. <laughs> you know, that that's you, great. Is, is, has there ever been a time that it kind of like backfired a little bit? Yeah, once there was like a really, a really old lady and I thought she would be great at it. She goes, I, I can't do this. I just, I can't do this. I'm sorry. I, I can't do this. And she walked off stage. <laughs> <laughs> I was on a Wednesday show and I was like, all right, well. <laughs> so you picked yeah. the wrong person. You're not a hundred percent. You're like, yeah, 90%. they're like super religious. Yeah, I picked them, but I did. I was correct on that was definitely a person who'd never been on stage at a comedy show or karaoke. So, you know, <laughs> what's your go to karaoke song? Oh my God. Oh God. My goats. Oh man. Mm. Um, you know, I, I really like, I believe in a thing called love from the darkness. I don't, I don't know why oh, it's just a fun that high note. You got that, that high note. Hit. I could do that, buddy. I, you know, sometimes I can do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's, you get a I like any, any, I'm a power ballad guy. You know what I mean? Mm. What's, what's the name of that? What's the name of that lady that did that? Um, Oh, I can't think of her name. Uh, uh it's going to hit me later. I can't think of her. Uh, there's a lady who does a power ballad that I really like. Bonnie Tyler. No, the other one. Celine Dion. No, it's a white lady. Uh, the song. Mariah Carey. No. Whitney Houston. White lady. No, white. white lady. White lady. What is her name? Oh, I can't think of her name right now. Tina it's, Turner. it's escaping me. There's a lot of them. Anyway, I love a power ballad. I just love. I mean, I, I almost would, because would, uh, one of my go-tos. Is, I know the song. Uh, it goes, love will lift you up. 
You can do the meow, 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 and I can Oh, Taylor meow. Dane. Taylor Dane, bro. Yes. Taylor Dane. I know how songs go. I don't know how they, the word. I know how they Taylor go. Taylor Dane. I love that song. She's still kicking around. What's yours, John? What's your go-to? I just, I, I like, I, I mean, I would always go for something off, something that you wouldn't expect. So my go-to, and it's kind of crazy, is if I have a couple of drinks in me and a little snoops, I will go for um, a whole new world. Yes. And I'll grab somebody random, like a drunk girl, to sing the Jasmine parts. And what I'll do sometimes is I'll even fucking like go on a bar stool and we'll do the whole thing where we kind of like, oh, new world. And like go back and forth. <laughs> yeah. I will go to that. Um, another one is Boys to Men. Yeah. Boys uh, to Men. Boys to Men's a solid. I'm, I'm not talking Motown Philly. I'm talking. Uh, Water runs dry. I'm talking about something that you can get really deep into. Um, I know Joe. I mean, somebody that you that 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 you, you uh, work with a lot, Chase, is Joe Coy. Yeah. Um, and he loves. Uh, I mean, it's just a Filipino thing, I guess. You know what I mean? Of uh, uh, what was that guy's name? Uh, he's like, he's like, the blame is on me. I know. <laughs> like that. Like when you can yeah. get that in karaoke, like. Oh my God, like the whole place shuts down. And like, that's the only place in karaoke that, like, you can truly be a star for like doing something silly. What do you think well, mine is? I'll give you two guesses as to what my, you can even just get a genre or a time period. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead, Chase. What do you think? I mean, if it was me and I was you, I only know songs that I like. So I would, I would definitely go with that Aerosmith song from the Armageddon movie. I love that song. <laughs> I don't know what that's supposed to say about me, but um, I'm going to say it is um, man. I feel like a woman by Shania Twain. Oh, my fucking God. Are you kidding me? You did not <laughs> just say that. Did I tell you that? Nope. Nope. <laughs> oh, my God. There it is, that baby. is out of fucking control. That is definitely. Is it? How does that song go? How does it go? Okay. Yes. That is unbelievable. You just said that. That is crazy. Anyway, that's true. That's 100% right. And then wow, the other ones are um, Goo Goo Dolls, Gin Blossoms, oh, okay. Third Eye Blind. That's my wheelhouse. I could actually carry those tunes. I cannot carry the Shania song, but that's that's where I I go. I like it. But I, like I can't it. believe you it. got that Shania. That's fucking crazy. I mean, you're t- to be honest, you are um, a man that uh, feels you know, like a woman. <laughs> no, 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 no. But it's like one of those things that like people can like sing along and they're part of it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they're like, okay, yeah. he's doing this creatively and funny. You know what I mean? Well, that's true. <laughs> yeah. The other, the other two that I, that I would do or always suggest someone does or some way. And this, I, I'm sure we've talked about as parts of like start ending a show. Like I always want to end a show where people like have good vibes leaving because even if the show sucked and they leave on some high vibe it like they always like that's the greatest thing i ever saw and there's two particular songs that do that every single time no matter where you are like you could leave a bar they could turn on hold on by wilson phillips and you're leaving thinking you just had the greatest night ever right that's true every time or don't stop believing by journey which is a you know I mean I, it's an overplayed song of course but I, as 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 somebody from from new york uh, you know, from New Jersey in New York City, you put on Piano Man, 
to close yeah. out a night. I mean, that's fucking right. There. I don't see, that or New York, New York. It, I mean, it's quintessential. I don't. I see. I I I wouldn't agree with that. Being really? raised in New Jersey and living in New York my whole life, but it, I think that's situational. I think that is totally situational. Those two songs in Texas, it's definitely that Journey song for sure. That's how every every place closes down in Texas. But when I went to Nashville, it was crazy because there I felt like the closeout song is that Lee Greenwood song. What the American? Where I'm song? proud to be an, an American. American. Everybody <laughs> sing along, and I'm gladly stand up. <laughs> and, and everybody just—it was crazy, bro. Dude, that's every—that's everywhere in the South. I just got back last night from from Florida, and every time I go down there, it just ama- like it just is crazy. It amazes me. I don't know if it's because of where I go that's just so MAGA, right? But. <laughs> Like, wow, Greg, you go to MAGA places, a white guy like you? Uh, <laughs> hey, I'm running the rallies. <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Where were you January 6th? <laughs> I was in bed with COVID that I got in Florida. <laughs> anyway, I don't know. I man. mean, I'm, I'm going to say that I'm surprised nobody's hit on it, but Friends in Low Places by Garth Brooks was yes. another song that like, I mean, I remember being in Houston and there used to be some midtown uh, uh, bars that would leave, leave on that. There was that one place where there were turtle races, I think, um, right there in midtown. And I know what you're talking play. about. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. And they would play no. friends in those places. I remember I was at Pink's Pizza, is it? And that song came on and everybody in the whole fucking place started singing it. <laughs> yeah. Like people will like, come in from outside. Just like, wait, wait are you doing it? <laughs> <laughs> have you? I mean, Chase. This might be a loaded question. Have you ever like done actual like country western line dancing? Yes. Like I don't know the dance though, but I'll jump in anywhere. I right. Mean, I so, mean, John, did you live in New York City, or like were you of like age to do shit when the bar Denim and Diamonds, which was on no, the I that was right. not in my forte, but I remember seeing that like that right. was they, like a thing. So, yeah. So they it was this you know it was a country western bar on Forty Sixth Street in Lexington that had this enormous rhinestone horse outside, like bucking Bronco horse outside of the bar. And all they did was cowboy, like country Western line dancing every night of the week. And I, we used to go there all the time, like in our twenties and early thirties, because it was the best party in town. And it was sure. such a hoot, like half the people knew what they were doing. Three quarters of the people had no fucking clue what was going on. And <laughs> there was nothing but Garth Brooks and like, it was just the best. But line dancing was big. I mean, God, yeah, I mean, Chase, was. you remember how to do the Macarena? I remember the Macarena, yeah. Macarena, sure. I mean, we've got that. What else? Uh, the, the the electric slide. I mean, the whatever those shuffle were... thing. That's oh, a, Cupid that Shuffle. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, there's there are these, and, and, and it kind of, I remember everything kind of made this turn that everybody wanted to start doing uh, line dancing. So, yes. But it's funny. Because you talk about that, because I remember those days, because I was in middle school and high school during those times. And I remember Macarena would drop and fucking everybody, like chaperones, would come out to the dance floor <laughs> and they'd be fucking, fucking <laughs> I hated that so much. Like, uh, that was of all the songs I ever had to play when I used to DJ, and I, someone would like want to do, I would like cringe. I'd put it on and leave for like four minutes. <laughs> 
<laughs> I think people started hating it once the president did it. Why is it when the president starts doing some shit, people are like, all right, dad's doing it. We're fuck that. Like, <laughs> yeah. Right, so, so wait, I, I want to cut the music for a second. No pun intended. And I want to talk a little bit about you, Chase, because I actually don't know that much about you. And well, I started off in karaoke world uh, before I knew I didn't know what open mic was. So I would just pick songs with like long guitar solos and then I would just start like cracking jokes in between. And then the DJ would be like, dude, go to open mic for that shit. I'm like, what the fuck is that? So I didn't know. (laughs) I really didn't know anything. And so I was like, all right, I'm going to fill out like I filled out two job applications. I was working at an ad agency at the time, like editing late night car commercials. And I wanted to do stand up, but also wanted to get into movies and stuff. So I filled out an application for a local independent movie theater and the improv comedy club. I got the job at the improv comedy club. Wow. I remember watching the first show John Hinton headlined and I saw the show and I was like, this is a cool show. And uh, I remember I saw the first show. I'm like, there's no way I could ever do that. Like that looks very, very difficult. And then I saw the second show and, and everybody's doing the same jokes. I'm like, oh, it's an act. I'm so <laughs> fucking dumb. I thought people just, like, I thought Martin Lawrence, you so crazy. They just had a microphone. He walked out there and started talking. I didn't realize. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? <laughs> it started as the karaoke comic. <laughs> great name, yeah. by the way. Great name. Yeah. So my uh, birthday gift to myself when I was like 26, I was like, all right, I'm going to do an open mic. And, and you, that was and, like and my Houston. gift to myself. So you in started Houston. in Houston, right? I started in Houston. And then a year later, I won Houston's Funniest Person contest. And comics started taking me on the road, stuff like that. And and I quit the day job and started doing that. And it was a lot That's pretty fun. awesome. What year was that? How long, how long ago? That was in a two. I won it in 2008. And I had been doing it for just over a year. That's pretty fucking awesome, dude. Yeah. And then I got to go. To, and like my parents didn't understand. And then when I got to go to Iraq and Kuwait and Afghanistan, for the troops uh, after I won that contest. Then my dad was like, this is amazing. And he like took like, you know, he hung like, you know, they give you like these coins and stuff when you go to other sure. countries. And he he made like a plaque and he hung it on the wall. He was so proud. And I was like, that's that's cool. So it's where yeah. so did you what, did from Houston? Where did you go from? I was in Houston until for like four years. And then I when I was 30, I moved to L.A. Right. And I was there for like seven years. And uh, yeah, it was a, it was a whole lot of fun. I was, you know, doing shows with people and stuff like that. I would open for Craig Robinson on the road, Joe Coy on the road, Ali Wong, Angela Johnson, just cool people, man. Just people right. just liked the, my vibe. So it was a lot of fun. And I, I worked with the Hollywood people. Improv too. So I would do like their midnight show every Saturday at midnight. That was like, that was my show. That was my jam, man. It so why you decide to move to New York? I just always felt like I wrote better in New York. And then while I was in LA, uh, both my parents died like right next to each other, which was, oh, which was kind of weird. Uh, and they were divorced, but they got together right before they broke up. So that was kind of cool to see what it felt like to like have parents that were together and stuff. But I just felt like I wanted to change after that, man. Like I wanted to, you know, LA was cool and I was definitely in it a lot of places and stuff like that. But something about, even when I was on the road, when I'd open for people, when I was on the East coast, I would have all these great joke ideas. And then in the rest of the world, nothing really hit the same. It's just very inspirational. Something about the vibe. Also, I grew up watching Ninja Turtles and Home Alone 2. I romanticize every fucking building. You know, the the assholes on the street, the crazy people, the subway. I love generally everything i have this the whatever the hollywood romanticized version of new york is i see that because i saw it literally for 30 some odd years you know what i mean so What's i really love christmas everything movie? about the place is, What's that, up? is home alone your favorite christmas movie no no i wouldn't say no here's the thing man i, I 
Quentin Tarantino broke something in me and it's the ability to have a favorite. I don't have a favorite. There's just shit I like and right. shit that I don't like. You know what I mean? Because I can't tell you what my favorite Quentin Tarantino movie is, but when they're on, I'm going to fucking watch one of them. I love Inglorious Bastards just as much as I love Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, just as much as I love Django Unchained. I love those fucking movies, bro. Like they almost feel like one movie, like they're a Marvel movie or something. Right. You know what I mean? Like I, I love the entire piece of the art. I appreciate all the art. You know what I mean? So You know what? I don't have a lot of people ask me all the time like what's your favorite pizza place I, I don't have a favorite pizza place there's a lot of pizza places I love or like a lot but yeah I think, like that's the best pizza place I've ever been to because there's something about Pepe's in New Haven that is different about Colony and Stanford that's different about John's in the city you know what I mean right. but if you so, define yeah. what favorite is it's something that you can always kind of go back to and like pizza is easy to do with that because if somebody said to me what is your favorite pizza no joke I'd probably be like Domino's at this point do you know what I mean because I can always go get Domino's wherever I am in the country but if you want a pizza place that I love I love Colony I love Pepe's you know I love Chicago style pizza but like standard like when you say favorite christmas movie of all time like a movie that i could sit down every single time and watch jingle all the way hands down oh i love jingle all the way i love that movie see you know what i'm gonna <laughs> i'm gonna i'm gonna go a little different direction i again i don't really have a favorite but if i was gonna sit down and watch one someone said you must watch a christmas movie right now what is it gonna be die hard all right so this is the big thing this has always been on everyone's mind. Is Die Hard an actual Christmas movie? I mean, it I, takes place during Christmas. Right. What, what, Are what, any what, of the what, catchphrases Christmas related? No. Is Yippee it a Christmas motherfucker. Movie? Yeah, that's not that Christmas. <laughs> I mean, you talk Christmas movies, Home Alone is a Christmas movie. But why? Oh. What makes Home Alone a Christmas movie? It just it's a holiday happens. message. It's no, about no. the spirit of it's about the spirit of Christmas. It, 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 the, the house is literally a Christmas card that exploded on the screen. Just the yeah. colors, everything wait, about that. The music. The, the kid got left at home at Christmas. Yes. Right? That, yes. That's basically the only thing about the movie that's Christmas. Everything else is about the wet the the wet bandits and like him fucking with them there's no other christmas real message besides that it takes place at christmas time not much different than no, so no the whole thing is him it's bleeding christmas it's bleeding yeah. he, he he wants his family to be home for christmas he misses his family for christmas yeah, he's I doing guess. shit for christmas he's talking I to guess. old people the, the, he helps out the, the the pigeon lady who doesn't have a christmas you know what i mean and it's, not run. A, it's not a it's not a run kevin story. run <laughs> It's not Miracle on 34th Street. It's not, a, you know, it's not a white Christmas. She does, she does the LeBron with the birds. <laughs> Speaking of LeBron, did you see Space Jam 2? No. Did you see Excellent Space Jam movie. Excellent Is it? movie. Right on. It's a right movie. On. Listen, if you're traveling, if you were going, and I'm assuming this is where you watched it, Greg, was on the plane ride home. No, I actually, I'll, I'll tell you what, because I do so much shit with Warner. I I was privy to a lot of it during the making of the movie. And I don't want to go on tape saying what I really think about it, but it's not something that I would have spent two hours in the movie theater watching based on what I saw leading up to the actual movie coming out. Sure. It, it And also, like, Space Jam 1 came out, like, right in my, you know, in the crux of of 
like everything for me. So, you know, Jordan, all those NBA players, that was my time when I really was like into the NBA, like hardcore. And it just, I wasn't that much into Looney Tunes, but I was very much into the NBA. So it's hard for me to look at the LeBron and this current crop of guys to be, to, to take it that seriously, knowing what it was going to ultimately be. Um, but I think for all the little kids, it's their Space Jam. You know, it, it's their thing. That was my thing 25 years ago. Listen, all I know is that from Space Jam 1, one of the best soundtracks ever. I mean, I believe I fly by R. Kelly. I mean, the Monstar <laughs> rap with Busta and uh, all. Like, that was... That shit was great. I love that. Not a week goes no, by. I don't quote a line from the original Space Jam. And it's really, I mean, it, it's really also, Bill Murray. It's, yeah, Bill Murray you know, wearing the Jordan 2s. Yeah. Honestly, now that I think about it, everything about Space Jam 1 was great except for the movie. The logo was great. The music was great. <laughs> the shoes were great. The, 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 the hood shirts with the Looney Tunes all wrapped out. It, it was all cool. That was the worst thing about it. But it was, you know, it was a, it so, was a kid's there, there's the, the the best Bill Murray line to me, which I use not a week goes by, is I don't play defense. Whoa, 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 whoa! I don't play defense, right? Like, <laughs> I don't even remember I, that line. I can use that line in anything. You could put me in any situation, and I can find a way to use. Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. I don't play defense. <laughs> right. yeah. There's nothing I mean, listen, it's one yeah. of the best lines of a movie ever to me. I mean, movies are supposed to be for enjoyment. So, like, I mean, I use movies to like just to, like get through the time, like I'm fucking on a plane or something. You know what I mean? Help me go to sleep if I'm bored one night. I haven't stepped foot into a movie theater. The first time I did was a couple of weeks ago um, to watch Ghostbusters Afterlife. <laughs> which was excellent. And I've watched it twice, but the wow. way that AMC has stepped up their game with the recliners and everything. Yo, <laughs> I mean, dude, that is, Oh my God. I mean, I remember I was at fucking, I don't know, some fucking movie and I was trying to fucking finger bang my like <laughs> my ninth grade girlfriend in those seats, <laughs> but God damn. Those fucking recliners are so great. They make movies better. But the idea that like I wouldn't have spent 1750 or 20 bucks to go see Space Jam renewed, you know what I mean, in a movie theater. But will I enjoy it like on a fucking red eye, you know, from Vegas? Absolutely. Oh, sure. I would watch it on the plane. No question about it. I've watched more. I've watched Jennifer Lopez movies on the airplane. Oh, Julie is good. Um, it is crazy how much movie theaters have stepped up their game, though, since the whole pandemic thing. Like, I mean, you're going for that experience, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, a, it's a good, the sound is good now. I remember I used to hate watching 3D movies because I felt like they always dimmed the screen down to save money on electricity. So it was always dark and you couldn't see anything. Yeah. Now, maybe I'd watch a 3D movie to see if they stepped it up, too, because everything, like top to bottom, the 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 when you buy your ticket, you just feel classy. Like, you almost want to wear a collared shirt when you go the movie right theater. you know what yes, i mean i agree with you but on you that you should because of how much it costs in i mean movies now are what 20 bucks to go to these like recliners seats with the weight service and all that crap yeah. in 1991 i paid 19 dollars and 50 cents to go see the grateful dead at madison square garden now in 2021 i gotta pay 20 bucks to go see space jam come on inflation greg 
Tell me about it. I mean, that's really uh, what I could break it down to. But at the same time, I mean, like, was the audio? Listen, would you want to hear the Grateful Dead today with yes. the same technology of 1991 sound? Yeah, no problem. I do. I listen to it every day. <laughs> I mean, things have upped their game. I mean, like stage production. I mean, I remember, I remember when Jingle Ball was fucking this was one stage with the logo, and now it's a revolving stage that tours, you know, four times during the holiday season. That has like acts from all over the world. I mean, like things have changed. That's why you got to spend a little bit more. Billy Joel tickets. I mean, what I, uh, oh, no, 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 that, uh, Elton John tickets, the farewell tour, spent $250 a pop to go yeah, see him. It's Actually. insane. Crazy town. And but it's worth it. 15 bucks. You can come out on Wednesday night to stand up New York and watch Chase DeRusso. Jesus Christ. We his mind. plugs in the middle of that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yes. We got to hit our, ourselves and our sponsor brought to you by Smartwater. Oh, God. <laughs> Chase, uh, is there any, like, I don't know. I can justify, like, for example, do you remember when Lady Gaga and Kanye were going to go on tour? I remember that. Yeah. I was going to pay top dollar for that. What show would you pay top dollar for? I would definitely pay top dollar for that. I, listen, I, I paid top dollar. I accidentally, I'm, I forgot that I'm booked. I have to go uh, to the Middle East to do some shows in January, but I was going to buy tickets to watch the Final Fantasy VII Remake soundtrack live in New York City. I, you know, it just, it's just, what do you like? No, it's, it's you, what you, you know like. What I mean? It's what but, you like. I'll tell you Actually, how many dollars I would spend to see Lady Gaga and Kanye. How much? Zero dollars. Ugh, whatever, man. I mean, I that would spend, is just a shit show I, in itself. I, Gaga, I would go see. I, I would. That, I mean, I... I think she's talented. It's not really my taste, but I would go to see it in the same way. I went to see Britney Spears in Vegas and like left that place like, holy shit, like I, I'm the world's biggest Britney Spears fan after watching that. I mean, I, and I saw Britney a few times in concert pre that, and that was phenomenal to me. I thought it was great. Um, but I don't know, like Kanye, I have zero. I I just can't. I, he's Kanye a on top of the hill. Oh my God. How much hits, how, how great. I mean, that's an artist, bro. That is an no. I artist. get it. I get it. I get. I get what he's responsible for musically. Um, so that's why you go watch the music. No, I so like. I get what you're saying. I just I couldn't. Greg, is it because he's black? <laughs> <laughs> you, yeah, Greg. The, the Kiss guy also voted for Trump. Are you pissed at him? <laughs> no, you want to go watch fucking clowns in makeup with fucking rock and roll, bro? Singing about their dicks. I, I who voted? Who a kiss guy voted for Trump? I don't think so. Gene Simmons. Who it? cares? It doesn't matter. They're clowns. Listen, here's what I think. This is just me no. personally. I don't care what Tom Cruise does. All these guys are fucking Roger Rabbit cartoon characters to me. Just put them in a movie, and I'm gonna be and I'm gonna enjoy because they're masters of their craft. I don't care what they do. Like their real life sometimes is just let me tell you down their 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 persona. They, let me they, tell you why they I don't why. Doing. My issue with Kanye is this. It's, it's got nothing to do with his politics. I don't give a fuck about anyone's politics. I truly don't. It's your own personal choice. Make it, do it, whatever you want to do. I, I have a really difficult time with people that, that are great and continue to tell you how great they are. 
right? Like if Kanye was humble in any way whatsoever, it would be much more palatable to me. And that, just, that goes for lots of people who want to tell you how great they are. And it, it just turns me off to them. Like right. turns me off. Like if, but, if does, Kanye, but does but when you see a Coca Cola commercial, are you mad at Coca Cola? Like it's the best lick thing that licorice has ever done is turn it into a bubbly drink. Wait, it's Coca Cola. What? It, it the drink is licorice. Yeah, is that's really? the flavor. People well, hate licorice, was... but they love Coke. No, Coca Cola is caramel. No, it's licorice. What? It's, it's black. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, how did you for, how did you forget you were going to the Middle East? By the way, did you just have to, did you just remember? You're like, oh yeah, I can't go because I have to go to this Middle East this Middle East show. When did you realize you were going to the Middle East? Did you just... I was so excited to see the Final Fantasy thing. I have ADD, you know, self diagnosed. I'm not rich, but you know what I mean. Like I saw it and I figured it was time to do it. So you know, I forgot, but whatever, it's fine. I gave the Final Fantasy tickets back, so it's good. Oh, I was like, Greg and I would have gone and taken lots of pictures just to piss you <laughs> off while you were in Kuwait. <laughs> right, it would just be one more cool thing that I would have, I would not be able to make. Yes, absolutely. Greg is the king of not making cool stuff. <laughs> Miss John Oliver last week and shit like that. Don't show the the, the MSG, whatever that was. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's I've given you so many opportunities. Chappelle. Out. I mean, Chappelle's another one, though, Greg. Chappelle talked about how good he is. I mean, he says it in his special. I am such a good comedian. It's true. And I'm not, I mean, I like Dave Chappelle. It, it really bums me out that I didn't make that show in. But it doesn't affect me in the same way because I look at it more in a com- like comedically, like right. he's saying it as part of his act, which is a comedy act, but I know he means it. Like he obviously means it, but it's, it's part like of his act. So that's, that's different. You see Kanye on a fucking interview and he's telling you he's the greatest rapper of all time, which he is not. He is not. He may be one of the greatest producers of all time. He is not the greatest rapper of all time. Who is the greatest rapper of all time, Greg? Well, in your opinion. Again, in, in my opinion, there's several people that would be on top of him, and including guys that I'm not the world's biggest fan of, like Jay-Z. Like, I, I don't I don't know how you would compare Jay-Z to Kanye. I just do, it doesn't I don't see it and Kanye produced Jay Z so it's it, to me it, it's just fucking crazy to say that he's a better rapper than um, that he's the best rapper in the world over Eminem, Biggie, you know Tupac, you know and the list goes on. I think he's doing. Here's the thing. I, I think he's doing him right. Like. It, 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 the more you know about Will Smith, the more you kind of appreciate his rapping because that sounds like Will Smith rapping, sure. right? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Same yes. with Kanye. Like the cra- like the crazier he gets, the crazier those albums get. The- <laughs> He's doing him. You know what I mean? Like I think self mastery, and it's the same thing with comics. Like, like you appreciate the people that have sort of mastered who they are. Like they're their own flavor, right? Like there's a lot of comics out there trying to be a version of Dave Chappelle. There's a lot of different types of chocolate on the aisle, right? But you appreciate somebody like, oh, that guy's pistachio. There's not a lot of pistachios going around. You know what I mean? I love- So self-mastery is a thing. I love Hershey's milk chocolate to me is- 
the same. And check it out. Hershey's very mainstream chocolate. But to me also, it's the one you're most accustomed to. Nothing's going to be like a Hershey's kiss. Some right. bunch also, of crunch at the movie theater with like some derivative popcorn. of licorice. It comes. <laughs> I'm saying best chocolate of all time is lint. I mean, I, yeah, I we, we, that's Belgian. It's Belgian. Yeah, it's yeah. that milk chocolate. Lint chocolate, Milka. I will even go as far as saying that. Uh, what's it called? Who fucking does it? Who does? Uh, I don't remember. Yeah, we, I Hershey. Hershey. No, what's the one that does the fruit and nut one? Cadbury. Cadbury. Cadbury is the fucking Jesus king. Christ, bro. <laughs> I, I have been, listen, I don't know what it is about this year, but ever since the summer, I've been looking for a Cadbury bunny egg. I don't know why I want that fuck. You can only have like one a year, right? Like well, the only chocolate covered, <laughs> chocolate covered goo. I don't know. Wait, which one, which one, the Cadbury, the gooey stuff, the gooey one, like the, 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 the okay. The egg sized one with the, just the goo in the middle. You got to go to, there's, there's a couple places. There's actually an English Irish store in Brooklyn and there's one in Manhattan wow. and they sell them all year round. That's where I go and I pick up uh, Flake, which is a Cadbury. Uh, you probably can get it at Dylan's Candy Bar, one of those big candy. Yeah, you can get them all year round. Chase, I'm going to get that free for Christmas. I'm going to get you. Oh, bro. I just want one Cadbury Easter. You got, I got you for Easter. Oh, thank you guys so much. I appreciate that. You're on your own in the summer. We got you in fourth and first. (laughs) I'm going to find it because I know I'm going to have to, because like, I like chocolate uh, during New Year's Eve. I'm a big chocolate fan. Yes. Um, So I'm going to. I, I I got you. I got you. You're gonna no, be in the you, area. You're not playing you. with us, but you're playing somewhere else. But oh, I, trust I, me, you're you. the you're the hangout app. Are you kidding me? Like, you, you, it's a great place. It's the best place to hang. It's so fun. You have know what you, I mean? Have you ever had like with with like speaking of chocolate and booze? Or I don't know if we were speaking of chocolate and booze, but I'm gonna speak of chocolate and booze. <laughs> Dark chocolate and a glass of scotch on the rocks. Oh my god. It. Sounds wow. delicious. Sounds I don't good. like dark. Cho- I don't like dark chocolate. The, Chase, the dark, I'm with you. I'm, I'm with you. I'm not a huge dark chocolate guy unless there's an almond inside. Maybe. I'm not either. I, I love not. a chocolate covered almond. I'm not a dark chocolate guy either. But a friend, when we were drinking scotch, happened to pull out a dark chocolate, and I was like, and he was, he was, he's a big dark chocolate guy, and just that dark, the bitterness of the dark chocolate with. This like the smokiness of the scotch, it is right on, dude. That sounds good. I would like to try that. I'm a huge, I'm a huge fan, man. I like flavors, man. You know what I mean? That's why I like Chick-fil-A because I'm like, give me all the sauces, right? And the fact that you can mix and match the sauces, you get you get more flavors for the money. You know what I mean? What's what's the Chick-fil-A order that you got? What's what do you what do you order? Just the standard nuggets or whatever. But what I like to do, whatever Mm -hmm. those nuggets are. Yeah, and the fries, yes. obviously. And the fries. But I, I asked for all the sauces because you have all a bottomless them. amount of flavors that you can get out of there for the money. You're spending like, what, seven bucks and you're getting like yeah. hundreds of flavors. You know what I mean? Polynesian is my jam. Oh. Um, the Polynesian Polynesian on a spicy chicken sandwich. <sighs> unbelievable. And then what I'll do is I won't order fries. You know, uh, this, is, this is how crazy I am at Chick-fil-A. I will order my sandwich and a soda. Okay, actually a sweet wow. tea traditionally. Wow. All right. And like nuggets. And then to cap off, then I order fries and a milkshake. Stop. Yes. That's your, that's your sweet thing is the milkshake. You know what my sweet thing milkshake. is? Those mandarin oranges that they have there. You know what I'm talking about? You know they got wait, those mandarin wait, wait, oranges there. Wait, the thing from like the kids' meal? They got little, yeah, I get that, man. Stop it. It's so good. And then I drink, I drink I drink that I drink that juice out of it first, and then I eat the individual ones with my finger. So, so there's what? 
Your oranges are like a sleeper, like a sleeper, like best snack. Like I'm always happy to see a mandarin orange slice. You know what I'm talking about? Halos, yeah. right? That's like the halo. It's like I'm eating. It's like I'm eating a caterpillar cocoon. That's sweet and delicious. It's just a rainbow. It's fucking delicious. John, did you see that? That I sent John a picture of my breakfast the other morning from this place in Florida that I've discovered uh, the best breakfast joint in America. As, as somebody as Chase Chase is from Texas, lay it on him what this meal was so yeah. he can he can be the judge of it. If there's a scone, I don't give a fuck. I hate that shit. I don't get it. I'm sorry. <laughs> No offense to my Jewish brothers and sisters out there. I don't get the scone thing. It's fucking disgusting. It's dry. Yeah, scones are. I don't know who invented a scone, but they really are fucking. It sounds like what it is. It's gross. I think scones are English. I don't think they're Jewish. Oh, my bad. Here's what the breakfast. That explains a lot. (laughs) Dry and flaky. I definitely think of English. When I think Jewish, I think challah bread. Nice, moist, like. Oh, yeah, I like that. I oh, think the, 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 the sandwich kings and queens for sure. The best. Oh, sandwiches. so hands down. Best sandwiches. The best sandwiches. All right. Here's the All breakfast. Right, sorry. Ready, Chase? Most, by the way, just so you know what you're getting into, most of these conversations revolve around of, of food. Yeah. So I, this is the meal. Waffle. Homemade buttermilk waffle. Yes. That had the had. I don't know how they do it, but it's like infused with the maple syrup. Visualize it. Oh, my God. Already okay. A maple syrup without putting okay. maple syrup on it. Mm-hmm. Is there any cinnamon That's, in there? What's going on, on the cinnamon Hold situation? On. Okay. Get ready. Mm-hmm. And ready. then on top of that. Okay. Was. Um, Nashville hot chicken. Okay. Yeah. Wait, I'm not even close to done. Wow. And okay. on top of that. Homemade. Turkey gravy with fresh sausage nuggets in the turkey gravy on top of the Nashville hot chicken. You ready? Chase, give me some ASMR. Ended with a a side of homemade cheese grits and a, a, uh, a biscuit, a side biscuit with jelly. That That sounds delicious, bro. Dude. I don't know how to describe what I just heard. That sounds amazing. That sounds amazing. And I only could eat half of it because it was gluttonous and delicious and just an enormous pile. I might still have the picture. I'll text it to you. It was insane. That sounds like what the kids in Hook imagined to eat for breakfast. (laughs) (laughs) Some butter and some jelly (laughs) and some grits on that bitch. And then so I went back yesterday morning for breakfast. Can I tell you what I had yesterday morning? I didn't even tell John this. I had eggs Benedict, but on a biscuit, not on an English muffin. Of course, of course. Egg over medium. Bacon. Wow. And then instead of hollandaise sauce, they make their own pimento cheese. So it's like a pimento cheese sauce. Ooh, it that's nice. was the best eggs benedict i have ever had anywhere in wow. the world that's Solid. that sounds great I know. it's delicious it's crazy i mean i mean that 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 checks all the boxes so all right. boxes. chase i'm gonna i'm gonna tell you my one of my favorite restaurants in uh, houston was punks it was a uh, punks it was, uh, punks yeah it was in um it was in rice village area and they claimed to have like the best uh, Southern food uh, kind of down there. And it was great. It was great. But the big question that I've kind of had from this conversation is 
you've had Whataburger and you've had In-N-Out. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite burger? Well, here's why it's a trick question. Um, first of all, the thing about Whataburger is if you talk to anybody from Houston or Texans in general, they will know and they will tell you that the worst thing on the menu is, in fact, the Whataburger. It's all about oh. everything that's right. It's, it's all about everything else. So Whataburger, you want to get the patty melt. You want to get, by the way, and this is this just this just completely trumps everything at fucking In-N-Out, the honey butter chicken biscuit. I mean, it just sounds, come on. Honey you got butter. that? I love a breakfast taquito. I'm a breakfast guy. Even McDonald's, I primarily, if I'm not getting the filet of fish, usually I'm going yes. for the breakfast. You know Lay what I mean? Fish, dude, that's filet of fish guy. Never the, by the way, the double patty filet of fish, worst thing on the menu. Fucking disgusting. Two, you two go to filet of fish? I'm a filet of fish guy, usually. Yeah. Well, extra tartar sauce. I'll pay yes. the extra 59 cents. Yes. Extra tartar sauce. Yes. Extra tartar sauce. I like the filet of fish. I like the the chicken nuggets, but I only get honey on the side. What Regular you- honey, not honey mustard, straight honey. You know what I'm saying, bro? Yes, yes, that, yes. What, what's your feeling on the McRib? Like, honestly, I hate the McRib. Garbage. Garbage. I didn't have the McRib until I was an adult and I tasted the gym mat. It's disgusting. <laughs> I, I, and it made me wonder, like, is this what all food at McDonald's tastes like to people who didn't grow up on McDonald's? Like, I'm eating. Here's the thing. I, McDonald's is what sort of fueled this in me. I'm more of a texture guy than I, I like flavors as much as the next person, but there's something about the texture of McDonald's. Like it, the texture is a unique, it's almost like it needs its own genre. Cause it's not like a regular burger. I almost feel like we should call it clown food or something. Cause it's just, it's so different. Ooh, second clown reference of the day on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's a different thing, but you know, it, it, McDonald's is something when you eat the burger to McDonald's, that's when you really want the condiments to shine, right? My mom was a nurse. And when I was a kid, um, sometimes I would be sick or pretend to be sick just so I could go to work and hang out with her. So I'd hang out with the, the sick kid, the actual sick kids or whatever, even though I just had like a tummy ache or whatever. So we'd hang out and stuff. And I remember just, I would love the food at the hospital because it's designed for people with like cancer and stuff like so it's like flavorless like you know what I mean like but I'm like I like the texture I don't give a shit so I have I'm used to I'm used to shitty hospital food that just has a decent texture you know what I mean so I'm with you man I'm with you by the way there's sweet tea I'm from Texas the best fucking sweet tea in the game the like hands down the best fucking sweet tea in the game I can't believe it has less sugar than the coke it's hospital what? Sweet no, tea. McDonald's sweet tea. Oh, McDonald's okay. I was like, tea. oh my God. Oh my God. No, McDonald's sweet tea is the shit. I'm going to tell you. McDonald's so sweet tea is the shit. I, I, <laughs> not to bring it down. I spent like three weeks in the hospital with, with my son when he was much younger. Because mm-hmm. he was sick and he was in the hospital. So obviously every day I ate like three meals a day in the hospital, right? In the hospital cafeteria. And within a couple of days, I started to really appreciate hospital food. It's right? not bad. So, yes. Like and like I was getting their chicken wings every day and their chicken fingers and like, you know, all the crap. Right. But I'm like, this is this is people make fun of hospital food. But until you have an appreciation for hospital food, like it kind of passes you by. So you know, it's after, funny. Yeah. After, he went, after he got out of the hospital, like a month goes by. And I was like, let's go back to the hospital, have lunch. <laughs> like a couple of times after that, we went back to the hospital only to get lunch in the cafeteria. That's great. Do you know what? I did hear something along those lines. And I know because my sister works over at Johns Hopkins. And the funny thing is, is that I'm sometimes dropping. dropping. I'm just saying, but you know, like a lot of times, you know, people are at their worst and they're their most vulnerable when they're in hospitals. So sometimes having a good meal, 
you know, like that, that's always a great thing to have, uh, specifically, you know, specifically if you're like the parent or you're like the loved one of somebody that's in that hospital, like to have a good seasoned well burger, you know what I mean? And enjoy yourself. Like, yeah, I, I, I think, I think that's like a good, like, it's good that you don't have to be worried about hospital food, but Chase, your mom was a nurse. Yeah. She was like the head nurse for many, 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 many years. Really? Uh, at uh Saint what nationalities Luke. are you uh my mom's black and my dad's also black but he's creole so he looks like he Got looks it. like the bad guy on the mummy he looks like arnold <laughs> bosley <laughs> like, i remember watching I remember watching the trailer for the mummy. i'm like dad what do you like <laughs> big cloud um yeah my dad looks just like that guy to me um <laughs> Wait, what was the line in the mummy that he said? What was his name? Like, Emotap? I forgot. Emotap? Yeah. <laughs> Emotap. Sorry. I'm so sorry. Did you grow up with a lot of Creole food? Oh yeah, yeah. My dad, my dad cooked, and my mom hated to cook. So my mom, my mom was the cook of the family, so she vowed when she grew older that she would never cook. So I'm used to restaurants. Unfortunately, it's you know I'm I'm basically committing financial suicide every day. I keep Uber <laughs> eating and going to restaurants. I should cook. I I have been like a year. I need to cook in this place. Uh, but yeah. So but my dad loved to cook, and I like to cook when I'm actually doing it. But there's also like this, you know, level of laziness. You just yeah. like restaurant. I don't know. I like to sit down at a restaurant. You know what I mean? I like, like today I went to a diner. That's why I was like, Hey, I'll be ready in an hour. I'm at a, I like to start off in a diner. Give me my grits. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, give me, wow. you know what I need. I just, I like the dance of, you know, it's Dude, I lived my first apartment in Manhattan. I lived above a diner. Nice. And then my second, apartment, oh. I lived next door to Sarge's. On, on Lexington Avenue, on Third Avenue, which is an old Jewish deli. I mean, oh, I best. I lived every day on corned beef hash and eggs. I mean, it was crazy town. <laughs> That's my jam. I mean, listen, I go for the corned beef hash. Uh, I mean, I'm a big fan of Waffle House. Waffle House is one yes. of my oh god. Waffle I House mean, fine dining. Waffle House. It Waffle is not House fine dining. <laughs> it is Yo. amazing how nice those people are there. At least it's during insane. The day. Yeah. <laughs> no, at, no. I will say at depending where you're at, but at night, the best Waffle House I ever went to uh, was in the one in Atlanta. It was fucking amazing. Everybody's just singing to every song. Like everybody knows every rap oh, song. That's everybody nice. Knows I love that, song. dude. Dude, and the characters that go in there. I was like, I love Waffle House because at any moment a clown and a hooker can walk in. And I swear to God, like ten minutes after I said that, it actually happened, and they were together. <laughs> a clown and a hooker. It was crazy. I'm like, I, I just, I'm not Wait, psychic. I'm a vibe guy. That's what I, that's all I get. Have you ever been to the Metro Cafe in Atlanta? The diner karaoke bar? Oh my God. No, that sounds amazing. Though. Oh, that sounds great. great. The Metro awesome. Cafe. It is huge, right? It's a huge two floor diner that at 10 o'clock at night, it's still full on diner, but they clear out a little place in the front and they bring in a karaoke guy and it's full on karaoke in the diner. We turn like dance floor. It's insane, and they're open till four a.m. Wow! Doing karaoke till four a.m. Well, wow. I know what we're doing when we're going to fucking Atlanta, boys. Every night. <laughs> <laughs> and then directly across the street is this hidden cigar bar that you enter through like an old phone booth. Oh, oh, wow! Yeah, it's wild. Totally wild. Love it. That's wild. Anyway, oh, wow. man. So, before we wrap, I, I just you know, curious to you what your thought or feedback is since you're now part of the family and you've been hosting these shows for like three months. Thank you. Um, 
what 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 do you think of the shows how they've been and the the and the rotation of comics that we've done like what what's your thought because you're the host right so the show's kind of in your hands once you know eight o'clock hits i think it's one of the it's definitely my favorite part of the week now for some reason like wednesday is how most people feel about saturday like my you know whatever dopamine whatever starts going off because usually sometimes i don't know the people but i'm always impressed by the lineup you know what i mean even the the newer comics that go up seem very cool it's a cool vibe it's just the vibe is just this is fun this is cool you know what i mean it just it has a very cool vibe you know what i mean so i love it i think it's very great do you, do you see something different about it be, between all the other shows you're hosting and on on throughout the city and the different clubs I think so. It, it feel it feels like it's just something that you know. Some some shows feel like where it's at. It just feels like a hot show. Right. This feels like a hot show. You know. Can what I, I mean? be honest though? I What's don't up? think I, I don't. I, I, I and I'll be completely honest for us and our listeners is that I don't think the show is different from any other show that you'll see. And I'm going to say that, but I will say that the one thing that makes our show the most interesting and the most uh, eclectic is. You, Jason. Oh, stop. Really? Thank no, I, I will be honest. I will be completely <laughs> honest with you. I think the lineups that we put together, yes, do we get John Oliver and TJ Miller sometimes and Jeremy Piven and some of the greatest acts, but it's not it's not acts that like, you know, that you can't see it stand up New York. Um, I it, what makes it different is you. Um, you, right. you, you lead the show, dude. People have a different experience. I see people that have gone to the Wednesday show and they'll join us again on a Friday or a Saturday night and they'd be like, love the show, but not as much energy as the Wednesday show. So I think that's <laughs> what's going for us right now. So you're very you're an integral part. You're an integral part, man. I mean, well, and I, listen. I, 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 I couldn't do it if it wasn't for like the staff just being cool, like walking in Lou, Greg, you know what I mean? Everybody's just so cool that you just, you know, it helps when you're at a place where you feel cool and you feel free to play. You know what I mean? We're like, Hey, I'm just going up with my friends and we're yeah. just having fun. You know what I mean? Like, I wish it was something that I could turn on anywhere. I don't, maybe I can, I don't know, but it, there's something about the room that special by the way thanks for fixing that backdrop that's crazy i don't know, I don't know <laughs> oh yeah okay nuts. yeah 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 it's cool right Isn't that cool? crazy yeah yeah it's crazy it was crazy <laughs> i didn't even notice there was tvs in there i walked in i was like yo put the fireplace channel all these three tvs <laughs> like I, I just i just noticed the tvs the last time i walked in because of the new backdrop they're like the tvs have always been there asshole I'm yeah. like, oh, I didn't know. <laughs> I, I, I think the vibe of the show is is really super duper important to bringing people back right customers but also some you know the best comedians in the city wanting to do the show you know they they're at the club most you know most of them anyway so but the vibe and the atmosphere is what i think makes the night and makes people want to come back and what makes it different so i think we should we, we need to keep figuring out ways to like amp up the vibe like cool. not your energy because i don't know how, i mean if you amped up your energy it's yeah not to mention you're going to be gone for a room. couple of weeks and i'll be gone for a couple of weeks right 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 yeah. so greg greg is hosting the show and he's got to match that energy <laughs> that i'm asking him to do and then greg said he wanted to do blackface and i was like no 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 <laughs> <laughs> Greg, don't be racist. It's khaki face, bro. Khaki face. <laughs> did you get my package? Did you, Chase, did you get my package? What's up? Did you get that package I sent you? I got the package. Thank okay. you very much. So I, I put that. in a few extras. Did you did you see those? 
No, I just saw a bunch of cards and I was like, okay, cool. And I put it away. There's the extra stuff. There's other stuff in there. Oh, yeah, dude, you got to look in the, you got to look in there. Okay. Okay. I'll check in there. Well, there's sure. my, speaking of blackface, there's my baseball card. <laughs> which, <laughs> I never looked at and saw blackface. And then I show it to you and Eric. And immediately you're like, why are you in blackface? <laughs> <laughs> And I never ever saw that. Now, worse, I have sent that card to probably no less than 25 business associates. <laughs> right? Oh. Yeah. And the second wow. I said that, I'm like, holy shit. Do they all think I sent them a baseball card of myself in blackface? Like I thought what I thought I saw. I was like, okay, the balls. First I of all, still, the balls. I still don't see it, but I understand why you guys see it. So I'm never doing that again. Well, I assume because oh, it was a baseball you. player, it was Dominican face. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know sports. So if anyone else brings it up, I'm gonna say that it's <laughs> My, my kids are half African, just by the way. So, <laughs> did you just did you just did drop I, that? All the, <laughs> that back up I was, I'm surprised you didn't say African. My kids are half African. <laughs> no, they are. That's not a lot. Not bullshit. They are. They actually. Nice. Are. Um, but there's other surprises in there for you that I think are a good idea for you to like do something similar for yourself because I, I really do like I part of There's what fentanyl on one of them so no, when no, you no, touch no. it you might die <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a marketing person right so I always look at things through which is why I ah. do that stupid shit right 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 and I, I I think that for someone like yourself you know who is so engaging with people you're so high energy people remember you like there's no doubt they may not remember your name right but they'll remember that they saw this guy who was an awesome host of the show or a comic or whatever you really need to make yourself some fun cool business cards if you haven't already just for to sure give, just to give out to people just for your own marketing like you have to be your your you have to be your own biggest self-promoter I get you for sure. I have a sticker on my face, but I need, I need, yeah, I'll figure some more stuff yeah, out. By the way, it's on my laptop. I'm on my laptop. So I told you, I have your sticker on my laptop. And over the summer, my mom is sitting on my deck and she goes to me. And I have like 20 other stickers on my laptop. Me and John, Brody, uh, Brody Stevens, my, my old, old podcast host. And my mom goes to me, why do you have Wayne Brady on your <laughs> laptop? <laughs> And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> and I'm like, I look at it and I'm like, where's Wayne Brady? And she goes, this guy, why do you have <laughs> watches every game show in the history of game shows? Like her biggest channel is the game show network, right? So <laughs> like Wayne Brady, why? And I'm like, that's not Wayne Brady. That that's Chase Jerusso, a comic that hosts, and she's like, "It's Wayne Brady," and I'm like, "Probably a racist comment somehow." <laughs> I get that in I gotten that in real life a lot. For surprisingly, I've getting I've gotten that before. I'm like, really? I don't I don't see I don't see, but I get it. You know, some people I guess you know, yeah, old people. <laughs> well, we're excited to have you on board, Chase. And dude, this is so fucking cool. I can't wait to keep on doing this. And eventually we'll get him to the studio, uh, the three of us very yeah, soon. Yeah, for sure. For well, sure. Well, Greg's back in town after his uh what what, what rally were you at? <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
was at the Tampa rally. <laughs> well, yeah, we'll get upstairs to, to, to Stamp New York Studios and uh, fucking hang out. And listen, Cadbury Egg coming your way, my friend. Thank Two you times. so much. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Thank you. All right. Well, this was a good initial way to kick off this new uh, new ride we're going to be on with you, brother. Thank you, so, buddy. So much, uh, guys. This was and fun. Uh, yeah, check it out. Uh, we'll post some pictures on our Instagram of Chase uh, live on the Stand Up New York stage, and we'll have all of his tags over there. Make sure you like and follow him. Follow his shit. We love him to death, and we're like we're so happy to have him. Thank box. you. Follow these guys too. You just follow these guys also while you're at. Their names are way easier to spell. So get to them. <laughs> Chase, let's be honest. Most of these people follow me anyway. So. <laughs> My bad. All right. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. Uh, All right, guys. See you next time. Peace. Later. <laughs>